Hello and welcome back to Walk the Cinema Podcast. Today we continue our horror movie look-through. Yeah. And uh, today's episode we have Cat People. Uh, But first, a word from our sponsor. So Cat People. Yes. This was uh, kind of your suggestion when we first came up with the idea to talk about um, horror movies kind of through the decades. Yeah. Well, I think... The obvious choice would be going with a universal classic, mm-hmm. right? But we already did Frankenstein. You can find that very early on in our episode. And doing Dracula wasn't going to achieve anything because we already did Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. So instead of Wolfman or... You Invisible know, any, Man. Sure. Instead of anything like that, I thought would go with... Something not universal, something that was going against Universal at the time, because this was put out by RKO. Mm-hmm. And they're actually pretty scared of putting this out because Universal had a stronghold in this type of horror movie. Right. But this movie was important on its own terms. A lot of people think it's the first psychological horror movie. Interesting. Yeah, it's more subtle than anything Universal did. Yeah, it's definitely more subtle. And, you know, I think it is kind of psychological horror because you're not really sure if our main character, Irina, Mm -hmm. um, has valid fears of turning into a cat person. Well, yeah, especially when it came out. Now you kind of know she's going to do it. Well, yeah, but... But when it came out, you, you never saw that i mean you saw wolfman mm-hmm. and he turned into you know a wolfman but in cat people would you turn into a cat person you didn't know and the pacing of it made sure you didn't know and then they used the fake outs mm-hmm. with the sound which is also something that didn't exist before yeah it's just kind of crazy to think because those kind of that kind of technique is used pretty much in any horror thriller type movie pretty much you know it's something that's like second nature to films i think nowadays Mm. where back then it wasn't like this was a kind of a brand new type of concept so they they would use cat sounds and animal sounds and then fake you out and show you a a normal cat or irena not as a cat person just as a normal person yeah that was Something that they also have to do because this was way lower budget than anything Universal was doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like RKO was a small studio. They just had put out Citizen Kane. Yeah, like a year before this. Yeah, and after this they immediately made a sequel and the director got a bunch of opportunities. So this this was actually a huge hit when it came out. I think it's one of the more forgotten ones from that time. Yeah. I thought... I honestly had never heard of Cat People before you had talked about it for for our, our podcast. Um, so I, I don't really know if that's just my lack of knowledge or if it's lack of, like, sustainability in public eye because it is kind of understated. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think it, it's important because it is, like, the first um, of its kind. Like, without it, we probably wouldn't have certain other horror movies later down the line but like standing on its own i don't think it ha it's not very overstated you know what i mean 
the movie on its own is not amazing. It's really just because it's the first to do two things that became important for the genre mm-hmm. and for film. Doing the psychological horror and doing the fake outs with the sounds, which that has a name. It's like the Lewin effect. It's after it's after the director, right? I'm not sure, but it, it, it's it has a name. It's like the cat scare, I think is like... Luton, the Luton bus. That's what it's called. A jump scare that he used in subsequent films. Yeah. So, and what people it's important for that, but mm-hmm. the movie itself, it's definitely not the director's best. I, I like Leopard Man and I like I Walk With a Zombie more. I even like, I think I like the sequel to this more. The Curse of the Cat People. Mm-hmm. That's that's a different director or group of directors, but that also feels super unique on its own, right? I definitely suggest you watch that one, but it, it's not really a horror sequel. It feels more like a fairy tale fantasy. Right. But I, I like that one. Yeah. This one is good, but it's not amazing. I understand why I got, you know, lost with time. Right. And I think... I don't know. I feel like if I was watching this movie, like if this movie was made today, like the plot line wise, like it would go very differently. And I don't know if that's because the audiences at the time wanted something like this or if it was, you know, just their vision. I'm not really sure because like I really enjoyed Irina as a character, yeah. like throughout the whole thing. Because she seems like such a, a sweet person at the beginning with this very big fear, I suppose, mm-hmm. of uh, turning into one of King John of Serbia's, like, cat women. Yeah. Um, and so she's, you know, she's worried that if when she marries her husband, that if she kisses him, she'll turn into one of the cat people. Yeah. I think the movie putting it as her fear of kissing her husband or being intimate with her husband might be part of, you know, female revolution at the time and being scared of looking like a, I don't know, being scared of your own sexuality, mm-hmm. being scared of doing anything that's not womanly. Right. But I just thought that, like, I liked her as a character and I think that her husband and... Oliver is her husband, and and Alice, Alice, his co-worker, I guess, Mm. they did her so dirty. Yeah. They're the ones that are, like, in the sequel, and they're still being haunted by her, so I guess she gets her payback a little bit. I guess, but it just seems so, like, unfortunate. The ending is leaves you a little, I don't know. She kills one person, but she didn't kill the right person. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, maybe I, maybe... I do like those types of movies that are like revenge, revenge type stuff. I don't know because I kind of wanted her at the end to kill everybody that Ooh, wronged you're her. Thirsty. That wronged her because I <laughs> I really liked her as a person and I don't think she deserved like what she got. Okay, but let's talk about the actress. Uh-huh. She was very famous in France at the time. Simone Simon. Yeah, and she came to America to do movies. But she was, like, the, the only good actress in this. Everyone was kind of... Dull. Dull and, like, I don't know, stiff. Yeah, I agree. 
So the acting is definitely not why this is <laughs> important. I think, I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I like I- Irina so much is because like she's the only character that you can really relate to yeah. or like care Buy about. Into. Yeah, like everybody else is kind of just there as a vessel, I guess, for her. Yeah, I mean, growth. It is part of the psychological horror of it. You're there for the main character, waiting to see if she is a cat person. So the other characters are just there to feed into that, mm-hmm. feed into like being potential victims. They just yeah. do bad things to her, so you know you have a reason to suspect she might kill them. Yeah, but like I don't know, she marries she marries Oliver, mm-hmm. and she's like I tried to stay away from people all my life, but I fell in love with you when I didn't want to because she's you know scared of being intimate intimate with him i think honestly i think that's the whole message of the movie like as a as a screenplay i think the message is of women being scared of being perceived differently because they're attracted to men Mm -hmm. and because they you know have natural feelings right and needs and desires so you think it's more of like a Female sexuality repression type thing. Yeah, I think it's about like the repression that females felt at the time. Mm. I could see that. They couldn't be, you know, out there with their feelings. Yeah, because I do think that like once you do kind of like shift into a different category, I guess, when you go from being like a single woman to a married woman. Yeah. There's like a status change. There's like a expectation type change you're not you're no longer seen as like pure and virginal you know yeah she says she wants to be mrs mrs reed mm-hmm. and she wants to be his wife and everything that she thinks his wife should be but she just can't but she's scared of that yeah i mean in the movie it's because of you know the stories that she heard in serbia Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I don't know. I don't know. I see what you're going, but yeah, the uh, the part where she, her husband, basically confines confides in Alice about um, Irina's fears or yeah. issues, perceived issues, um, because Alice is the one that recommends the psychiatrist that she goes to see, and just like when. When Irina finds out that Oliver did confide in Alice about their their problems and her problems in specific, she gets angry. Mm-hmm. Or she gets disappointed, I guess, you know? Yeah. I feel like that was a good, like, representation of... Or a good, like, look into how, like, a married couple... Pers- like... How a married couple interacts with each other and with others outside of their marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, nobody... I feel like your spouse is someone who you tell everything to, pretty much. You know, all of your fears. Yeah, but she's also a foreigner, which I feel like a lot of movies do that. Mm -hmm. When it's like the silly foreigner Mm -hmm. that marries the smart American and then, you know, the American thinks they can play them. But the foreigner is not as silly as they seem. Right. I think that happens a lot. Yeah, but I think that, like... 
It's its own trope. Yeah. Well, with that one, like, with her confi- when hit with with Oliver confiding in Alice, it is kind of it feels like a betrayal yeah. to Irina because like he's not supposed to tell other people about their issues, especially not another woman, and especially during this time. Like, I think even in today's standards, like, no. I think there'd be very few women that want their husband to confide in a female friend, companion, whatever, about, like, the problems that their wife is huh. having, you know? Yeah, I guess it depends. It depends, but I don't, I think... But in the, in, the, in the scenario of the movie, she doesn't like it at all. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, it's pretty obvious she doesn't like it. Yeah. And then it just kind of spirals down from there. Like, Alice tells him that she loves him, and he's kind of like, well, well I don't really know if... Irina, if I love Irina or if I know what love is, you know, maybe I just like rushed into this and it's kind of. They kind of do rush into it though. Yeah, they do. It takes like, what, 10 minutes for them to meeting to being married in like the movie length? Yeah. It's really fast, which the movie's really short. Yeah. So I think that that was probably also kind of a reason why. It was low budget, so I don't think they could film a marriage scene or like extra scenes for it. And RKO didn't have that much trust in it when they put it out. So, yeah, that part's a little rushed through, so I guess it makes sense that he feels like he rushed into it. Yeah. Because they literally rushed into it. Yeah. And then... That goes into her... Well, I think it's after they visit the museum, but it goes into her scaring... Irene... Or Alice. Alice yeah. in the pool. Yeah. Well, because, like, before that, they were at the museum, like you just said... And they kind of completely ignore her. Yeah. Like that's, she's that's like her breaking point. She wants to be a part of his life and and his interests and stuff, but he kind of shoves her aside for this other girl that's giving him more attention. Or yeah. like more perceived attention, you know? Yeah, but that pool scare. Uh-huh. I think that's a really effective one for me. Yeah. That's like probably the best scene or the best transition scene where it really becomes like, okay, this is a good horror movie or at least decent. Yeah, because like she, it kind of makes you wonder if she turned into the cat, like the jaguar type thing. Black Panther. Black I don't know Panther. I mean. yeah. They don't say it. They yeah. don't say the name of it. But uh, in his next movie or a couple movies after, the director uses I think it's the same cat, and mm-hmm. he calls it a leopard. But in this movie, specifies it's not a leopard. Yeah. So I don't know what the cat is supposed to be, but I think it's a Black Panther. But either way, it kind of alludes to the fact that maybe the Black Panther is inside of the pool house with her. Yeah, because it has the roars and the sound. They use the sound. Yeah. And then the lights, you know, get turned on or something. She turns them on. Yeah. yeah. And then it's Irina and not the cat. Mm -hmm. But when Irina leaves, then Alice finds that her robe was all torn to shreds. Wonder who that was. So, you know. It yeah. kind of alludes to the fact that maybe Irina already has turned into a cat before. Yeah. You know? But then she gets kissed by Judd. Yeah, the doctor. The and that immediately turns her. Yeah. So she, her fears were validated. Yes. I don't know what the real message of that could be. I don't know. Validating her own fears. I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. I but don't know. in the movie story, the curse is real. Yeah. And the or physical the, the physical contact be- makes her into a cat person and she immediately kills the doctor and flees. And then she gets killed at the end. She gets killed by the jaguar. Yeah. 
that she lets escape. The the big cat. I, I don't know what to call it at this point. I'm yeah. confused myself. But so he gets killed by the cat. The cat gets killed by a car, and then Alice and Oliver find her, and they say she never lied to us. Mm-hmm. So that validates all of her feelings throughout the movie. Yeah, she like never. She's never being deceitful to anybody, and and I I don't know. I think that her character is kind of tragic in a way because it's like she had these genuine fear fears, mm-hmm. you know, and then her husband end up like leaves her basically for this other woman because he thinks that Alice can make him happier. Well, they they even mentioned they can't. That he shouldn't divorce her. He should try to get her annulled because you can't divorce a crazy person. Mm-hmm. So they think she's lost her marbles. Yeah, and they wanted to help her. Like they didn't. They weren't trying to to leave her high and dry. I guess. No, they their... thought that she's this crazy Serbian woman, so yeah. her feelings don't matter much. But then they were also kind of like, "Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't divorce her. We should get her help. So you need to get her help. Mm-hmm. You know." Like, we're not just going to leave her to be crazy. It is a, a tragic female tale, which is why I think there's a lot of... You think it's about femininity? Yeah, there's a lot of undertones of that. Yeah, I can mean, I, just, I can see that being the case. Because she feels like the, the classic woman that's not taken seriously. Yeah, and I think... The hysterical woman trope. Yeah. That still exists. Yeah, that's true. That's not an old trope. That's a trope that, I mean, hysterical women being, you know, laughed at or ignored or... Yeah, patronized. Yeah, because they do kind of, in a, in a way, patronize her. I guess. Yeah, they do. I, I would say they do. But yeah, the uh, I can I don't know. There was that part of me that was like, ooh, I really just don't like Oliver and Alice. Like, they really did Irina dirty, and something that I just didn't like. You know. Yeah, but I think all of that was just to keep you... Guessing. Yeah, keep you on your edge of the seat thinking, will she kill them? Can she kill them? Yeah. You know, so they had to do something bad to her. So, I don't know. Screenplay's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing crazy. It's it's not great. It's not awful. What the director did with, you know, the low budget and he did what he could. And it, again, it is a stepstone in horror films. Mm-hmm. It's not the best horror film. Kind of like Nosferatu. Even though a lot of people think Nosferatu is the best horror film. But I don't think a lot of people think Cat People is the best horror film. But yeah. it is significant for the things we've mentioned. And the psychological horror really works. It's just not super heavy-handed. Yeah, I agree. So, if you agree, would you would you give it? I gave it a six out of ten. Um, There's a pattern here. I know. It's just because I I don't know. I liked the movie. I thought it was entertaining, but there there wasn't anything that particularly captivated me about it. I do think that like it, it's kind of hard because it's hard to judge this because I know the impact it had mm-hmm. on filmmaking but the movie itself doesn't really leave an impact on me you know what i mean yeah. 
Like, my, my rating would also have nothing to do with the impact. Yeah. Just the movie itself, I think a 7 is fair for me. The impact, you know, you can't really measure that. You can't really measure the value of a movie. But you definitely can't value the impact a movie has on the industry. And I think this is the one we're going to talk about this month that's the least popular movie. Because yeah. the, the one that less people will know about. Yeah. But, but you know. Maybe they, someone will learn something. Yeah. It is, it's, it's entertaining enough, you know. You won't be bored. No. And. I mean, you might, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll be bored. It's kind of interesting. I But, you know. It's an RKO movie. Yeah. They they no longer exist. It's kind of fun to like watch old movies from the 40s that even my grandparents weren't alive when they came out. <laughs> Yours were, but... Mine were like in the 30s. <laughs> no, in their 20s, maybe. Yeah. Their early 20s. But it's fun to think about. But anyway... That's all we have for this episode. Um, Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment, all that stuff if you can. And we will see you next time with one of my favorite horror movies, even though I don't like horror movies. So see you next time.